Hey, everybody. Welcome to Social Beauty Makers, the podcast, where every Wednesday we'll bring you fast-paced, powerful 15 or so minute episodes meant to inform, educate, and inspire around a variety of topics, including all things tech for the professional salon industry. Before I get started, a reminder that on Sundays, you'll find me hosting BeautyCast Network's Mastering Beauty podcast, featuring brilliant guests sharing their best advice on building sustainable and successful careers. Search for it on your favorite podcast platform because it's a different channel. So um, I'm Gordon Miller, your podcast host, and thanks for tuning in today. It's a post-Turkey Day weekend. And so um, interestingly, my mom had a health scare. Um, She's doing great, um, but it was scary. And um, after the dust has settled, you know, I'm I'm thinking about gratitude. And, you know, we all, I think, try to think about it running up to the holidays, but, um, you know, kind of really kind of gave me pause to, to think hard about it. And I want to do an episode in part speaking about those things and hope that it inspires you to reflect a little bit. And um, yeah, but but first, I'm also thinking about next year's podcast and any changes that I want to make. And if you've been listening to me for any length of time this year, you know, one of my kind of continuous themes, not so much on purpose, but I think just because it's been in my face so much is is some of the negativity that's out there around coaches. And I'm a huge proponent of great coaches. We have many in the professional industry, great reputations, doing good work. But like most things, there's some not so good ones, and including some not some good ones who you know develop big names for themselves, big followings. And I think people just get confused about what's being said and kind of how to vet things. And so I'm going to start doing. Um, and this will be a little bit longer and I apologize. I want to just get this out. This is almost like a, a kind of flushing out of my brain of, of everything that's that's in 2023 on this topic. Um, but going forward, I, I think I'm going to start my podcast with like a less than one minute public service announcement, quote unquote, where I can you know, talk about maybe some things on my mind that are annoying, perhaps not only me, but a lot of people in the industry, and then move away from that into more proactive conversations. So. Um, yeah, here's my my first public service announcement. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's it's long as I look at it here. Yeah, let me let me get it off my mind, and I will speak quickly <laughs> to, to get through all of this. It's it's important. It's it's the kind of things I think have to be considered when we want to bring someone into our life, our professional life, and our personal lives, because you know work and personal are so intertwined. But when we are at that point of bringing somebody in to help us be better versions of ourselves, I think we have to be really thoughtful about who those folks might be. Um, and as I've said many times, to start out my public service announcement, <laughs> um, let the buyer beware. So, so here's my list of reasons to run <laughs> uh, when you hear certain things coming out of certain folks. You know, so if you, if you hear a coach saying that they are reinventing how we do what we do as an industry, how we quote unquote salon, question mark, um, please run. Um, <laughs> We're a big industry with a lot of parts and pieces. And the idea that, you know, uh, somebody's out there like reinventing it, um, especially if you listen closely when they don't really understand history, uh, it's a reason to run. All right. Uh, if a coach says that retail can't be profitable, I mention this one all the time. I, I don't mention it because I'm pro retail. I mention it because it points out that certain people don't even understand basic math. And, and, um, or if they, if they say that, um, retail, all that it really does is inflate cash flow. Um, that is, that is someone who does not understand accounting or ca- what cash flow is really all about. So one more reason to run. If a coach says you should only set your own prices, you know, that's your, every stylist, everybody needs to set their own prices, set their own hours, come and go as you please, and you'll be more productive, make more money, um, run. Um, if a coach says, stop taking tips, just stop, 
stop. No, no more context, no more big ideas. I'm, I'm not pro or con tips, but if that's what they say to you, again, a whole math conversation around that. That's a dangerous idea if not done correctly. Again, want to move away from tips, move away, but understand what you're doing. Um, so run. The coach says that brands invented the business models that, that we operate in today. <sighs> Crazy talk. Um, so run. Um, if they say you have to own a salon someday, if you want to have a long career, not possible otherwise. Oh my God. So many examples of how that is so wrong. Again, run. If they say you have to have more than one location, multi-locations are the only way to make money in this industry. You have to have more than one location. Um, run. Um, if they say you have to own the building and there's, there's value in owning property, you know, a much longer conversation, there's value in not owning property. And it's a complex conversation. A lot of stuff comes with it. And so just the statement, you have to own the building that you're working, run. Um, if a coach says that you should never hire anybody without a full book, never hire students. So never, ever hire students unless your, your salon is completely full. You know, do not put a student in a chair, basically the idea. Um, or worse yet, you have to recruit um, like so-called other industries. They say that a lot. And usually if you dig into those other industries, it seems like they don't know what you're talking about. Um, but you should poach people that you should, you know, go out and take people who work in other salons successfully and bring them into your salons. Those things happen in the world, you know, it's you know, not the end all, but to, to infer that this is, oh, this is how it works in the larger world. No, statistically, that's not how people find jobs. Um, and so, yes, it's a thing, but if coaches are saying things again, that they're finding little bits of information and turning it upside down, uh, basically making up shit, run. Um, if a coach who claimed to be good at certain things all of a sudden get into something else, like maybe um, health insurance, um, well, not really health insurance, maybe it's talked about like health insurance, but in, fa in fact, it's not, it's health benefits, which is very, very different. Um, and they're using a third-party broker, um, nothing wrong with third-party brokers, but start Googling, Google, 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 dig into that third-party broker, because that's actually who's going to insure you. It's not these people doing all the talking. Um, and if you can't find um, much about them, really super thin, you know, in terms of the amount of stuff that's online, not any easy to find reviews and things like that. Um, and, if they, and if those who are promoting the insurance aren't being transparent and talking about how much money they're going to make, you know, if they are actually making money by you spending money with somebody else, if they're not transparent about that, um, then run. Um, if, if, you know, coaches claim that they, you know, had some big job, they work for a really big brand. And then when push comes to shove and you're listening closely, it's like, oh, no, that wasn't actually the truth. Um, another reason to consider running. Um, if, if you can't find a detailed resume, don't provide a detailed resume. And I mean a detailed resume, especially if somebody is, is fairly young in the industry. They've been in the industry, let's say, only 10 or so years. And, you know, they've claimed to do a lot of things, but there's not much meat to those sayings. Like, who are those salons? Where are those salons they work for? What do those saloners perhaps feel? Why, why were they there? Why did they leave? What did they accomplish? If they um, were educators, you know, perhaps um, what kind of education? There's all kinds of education out there. You know, there's working for brands, you know, which is a certain type of educators. There's the other end of the spectrum, there's working in cosmetology schools. That's another end of the spectrum. No judgment about any of them. But what did these people do? And, and what is the relationship between that and you and the work that you're trying to do? And did that bring anything to them? But resumes matter. And people who've done really good things, you can usually find stuff about them. So uh, I, I would be checking resumes. And if you can't get your hands on that resume, um, given the impact those people may have on your career and your life and the careers and lives of those around you, um, run. If uh, a coach tells you basically whether you know it or not, pretty much what you want to hear, you know, that 
owners suck, that parts of business that you don't enjoy doing that they suck, that everything is easy if you just kind of follow a little step-by-step quote-unquote system or approach. Um, yeah, I would say run. All right. Um, I guess run is, is the theme of this public service announcement. So I got that off my chest. I, I promise I'm not going to talk about it the rest of this year. Uh, next year, if I do, it's going to be in short little bits and keep it again to these public service announcements. I definitely will find some much more positive uh, public service announcements because I think there's really great and positive things to think about. And next year, 2024 is going to be a year of positivity for me uh, the best I can, um, given who I am, because um, I do tend to look at things a little bit half empty from time to time. All right. So gratitude, gratitude. Um, Again, you know, quick rough patch with my mom. Um, she's 88, um, high risk for a stroke. And so we had a scare, but again, got through it really, really well. Thanks to people at the Mayo Clinic Hospital down in Jacksonville, Florida, did a great job. Um, but, you know, really kind of got me in this headspace of thinking about gratitude, you know. And so um, let me begin, and I've got a list here, but let me begin by sharing my gratitude to anybody who listens to me about anything, anywhere. To a person sitting on a bus who I start a conversation with, thank you, great gratitude to that person. But more importantly, professionally in my, my life, I I've, have managed to develop an audience for this podcast and as well as for my, my previous podcast efforts, uh, eight plus years of podcasting, you know, uh, 300 plus episodes with, with Hairbrained and, and close to uh, not quite 100, I think, with American Salon and now Beautycast Network. Like, thank you, thank you, thank you, whether it's here on the podcast or um, from stages to anybody who listens to me. I am, I am so, so very grateful and especially grateful for feedback that I received. A bigger list. Okay, so teachers, you know, and we have them throughout our entire lives. And, and I'm going to give some examples relative to my gratitude, but I am so grateful to teachers, the impact on me and the impact on the larger world. I think, there, you know, there's few professions that are as important as teaching. For me, my kindergarten teacher, whose name I can't remember, um, but she did not rat me out at age five when we played house in kindergarten. It was that organized version of house. I think they were trying to teach us how things were done back in the day. And I, it was my turn to pick out my mate, my spouse, my wife, uh, I believe was probably the word that we used. I picked cute little Joey Pingador. He was an accordion playing kindergarten little boy. And I picked him in a public setting as my wife to play house. And my teacher, who could have gone to the parents, didn't, much more to that story, but, but my teacher was great, kind of pushed me in a little bit different direction in that moment, but um, didn't make me feel odd or weird or anything, and, and, and was respectful of giving me space in my, my very young life. All right, next, gratitude to role models and heroes. We all have them. Hope you, I hope you have long lists. I'm going to, again, just pick on some examples. I was a young gay kid that connects to my kindergarten situation. I mean, I was pretty self-aware early. And my heroes were Johnny Mathis, a singer. My folks love Johnny Mathis. My grandmother pointed out that Johnny Mathis was a quote-unquote faggot um, when I was a young kid watching television with the family. And that was um, a moment where I was like, oh, my gosh, I, I think I'm in that category. And Johnny Mathis, look at him, look how successful he is. And, and I didn't perhaps understand the closet, but he was out there. He was huge. And I was like, okay, if he can be gay, I can be gay. And in the seventh grade, I discovered David Bowie. Um, not gay, although a lot of us thought he was, you know, at, at that time. And here's somebody who was so big and so public. And he was really a hero of mine in, in so many different ways over a, 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 a long time, a long period of time. But in seventh grade, when I really discovered uh, David Bowie and Ziggy Stardust, that was big for me. And he became a hero and again, gave me strength in, in being different. 
mentors. Again, I hope you have many. Um, I've been so, so blessed in, in this area of my life. I'll call out one Leo Passage, the founder and, and uh, CEO of Pivot Point when he was alive. We lost him a number of years ago now. Um, I was with him uh, as an employee of Pivot Point for 10 years. I was at his side for so much of, of my time at Pivot Point. I was kind of a right hand to him. He taught me so much. Um, he was so gracious. He was an amazing human being and taught me the power of, of education to transform people's lives and careers. And I'll forever be grateful to Leo Passage. His picture is here on my desk. I can see him right now. Hey, Leo. We talk regularly, kind of. I, I ask him questions and kind of channel what I think he might be thinking in, in, in the ways that you know he has taught me over time. My bestie in the industry and personally, our friends and friendships, you know, that we have through our work are really important, especially to those of us who are workaholics. You've heard her many times as a, as a guest on the podcast. Um, I refer to her often. If you know me personally, you know this name, and that's Nina Kovner, Passion Squared. I wouldn't be doing what I do today if it wasn't for Nina. Nina is what introduced me to social media many, many years ago. It was like, Gordon, get on the social media train. It's going to transform the professional beauty industry. She was absolutely right um, and had such a profound impact on my life. That's just one small piece of the many impacts that she's had. And, you know, she's taught me so much about this topic, gratitude, because she's such a great role model. And in always thinking about it and having it and acting upon it, um, the importance of grace in our lives and, and the bigger idea of humanity and, and Nina have, has influenced my thinking and, and all of those things. Um, I, I mentioned my mom, Joan Miller, nicest person I've ever known to this day and, and really instilled in me the value of being nice. I, I'm such a believer in, in being nice and um, in, in every part of our lives and every opportunity we have. Life's not always so simple. We're not all perfect. We're not always going to be nice, but, but um, my mom, Joan Miller, um, thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, animals. I love animals. I have two rescues. Um, Cody, my, my rescue dog. Um, she's going to be 13 in January. And Olivia, Olivia the cat, um, who will be, she's two-ish now. No, she's not quite two. She's going to be two. Um, and, um, and they have both taught me to chill. And, and I don't chill by, by, by nature. I'm, I'm a little bit, I don't, I wouldn't say I'm high strung, but I love to work, you know, I'm just a workaholic. And, um, I, I, I adopted Cody, um, to get me out of the house and to walk. I've been in a home office now for more than 12 years. Love it. Have learned to do it really, really well. Um, but again, as a workaholic, you don't get up and move enough sometimes. And, and Cody was my answer to that and love every bit of my life with Cody and Olivia, um, who again, have added kind of a chill factor and some fun and reasons to smile every single day in my life. So really, really important. Um, I don't talk much about my personal life, never have, you know, it's just a part of, I don't want to distract from other things that I'm, I'm trying to do here. So, um, but I want to thank my partner, my husband, I got married back in May, um, but we've been together for well over a decade. Um, my other best friend, um, Edgar, and, um, that's a much bigger story, but um, yeah, I got married in May. And um, so I never thought I would do that, but we did it again after more than a decade. So uh, yeah, that's Edgar. Um, all right. Some, some other things that I am really, really grateful to. Um, things that have um, been inspired by folks like I've mentioned, as well as all the different things that I've come in contact with throughout my entire life kind of shaped who I am. And I'm thankful to be certain ways. You know, I am thankful that I am a curious human being. I am forever curious and, and it motivates me to do much of what I do every single day. Um, I have been inspired to love learning. I mean, really love learning. I, I make an effort to learn something every single day. Thank you, YouTube um, and other platforms, but 
learning to me is the foundation of creating our lives, you know, and the choices we make about learning are so, so powerful. I'm grateful to have the drive and determination I have. I don't even know really where that comes from. I, I probably trace it back to Leo Passage more than anybody because he was such a workaholic and I was so enamored with him as a professional, as a human being. Um, but drive and determination, I'm, I am grateful for. Um, integrity, you know, I really, really value integrity of those around me. Try very, very hard in every part of my life to make it central to who I am as a human. A human. And um, yeah, I, I'm grateful to have that way of thinking about life. And and lastly, you know, I, I'm, I'm thankful to the pro beauty industry, um, salons, hairdressers, spot professionals, um, every the manufacturers, the distributors. I mean, I have so many connections um, to all the many, many different parts and pieces. Have so many amazing stories to tell. Have so many. Um, there's so much goodness in my life, and it comes from being a part of this industry now for 45 plus years. And um, yeah, and I'm not done. And lastly, lastly, I, I have to mention this: um, huge gratitude um, to to the inventors of Spotify. I, my life is is so much more pleasant because of Spotify. I love music, but I love my Spotify, um, YouTube. Um, amazing, amazing platform. Amazing content. I use it every single day for for so much. Um, Apple, oh my God, life-changing on so many levels. I love my every bit of my Apple stuff, especially my AirPods Pro and my AirPods Max. If you're a traveler you know, on airplanes, there are no better headsets than, um, than, the, than the, the Apple AirPods Max. And um, yeah, lastly, let, let me just end with a quote. Um, hard to even pick one, but again, thinking about what all this really means beyond beyond gratitude, because all these things I'm I have gratitude um, kind of lead me to the the bigger idea of passion for for my life for my work. Got to end in a quote. You know Nelson Mandela. He said, "There is no passion to be found playing small and settling for a life that that is less than the one you are capable of living." And I connect all that to gratitude because all the things I just mentioned, you know, have helped create the me that is who I am and hopefully, you know, has, has helped me not to play small and not to settle um, and hopefully has helped lead me towards working every day to be the best version of what I am truly capable of. And so um, thank you for listening. I'm out of time and um, beyond grateful always that you're here with me. Um, if you like what you heard, I encourage you to visit me over socialbeautymakers.com. Sign up for my free e-newsletter. More content um, comes out every Monday. Really easy. A few links of things I find inspiring or educational or interesting. Um, I hope you listen to the other podcast, uh, Beautycast Network's uh, Mastering Beauty, different channel. Make sure you search for it. Love the conversations I'm having over there. And uh, again, thank you so very much for tuning in. I am grateful. I'm also Gordon Miller, and I cannot wait to share more with you again next time.